Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome to the show. I'm Sean Kreitz. Lovely guest in studio here. We have Taylor. And Taylor, you're bringing something new to the community is what I understand. Before we hop in to all of that, I guess we have a special guest as well. Brand new news reporter, uh, Alex. Welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you. Welcome to the company. So excited to start. Already a legend. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Alex is sitting in on this interview. She'll be doing some Fort McMurray Matters in the future. Uh, but Taylor, thank you so much for coming in and taking the time today. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right. Let's get to know you. Let's get to know your background. Always love this. Uh, born and raised Fort McMurray. Did you move here? How'd you end up? I moved here about 15 years ago from Ontario. Um, my background, um, actually I'm a paramedic and I got hired with the Fort McMurray Fire Department many years ago. Um, and about a couple years ago, I gave that all up to start my own business. So a lot of people in town know me as Momasaurus. And that business is all babies and birth. <laughs> it's all about, um, you know, so I'm a doula. I am a midwife assistant. I am an internationally board certified lactation consultant. Oh my goodness. I'm a prenatal educator here in town and I do like a bunch of other things, but that's primarily what my business is focused around. All right, pardon me, I am a childless man. Uh, <laughs> can you just uh, go in depth on like what is a doula? What does a doula do? Yeah, of course. So a doula is a professional birth support person. So they are hired by a family to provide um, emotional, physical, and educational support prenatally during the birth and postnatally. So they are kind of contracted by a family and that support when in terms of the actual birth can be in the hospital or at home or in a birthing center. Hey, there we go. Um, pardon me again. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other slash that you had? Um, so I also work occasionally as a midwife assistant yes. at home birth. So we have two midwifery practices here in town. Um, and I'm kind of like contracted again through them with my paramedic background. Mm -hmm. So uh, for home birth, they are required to have a second attendant when the baby is close to coming. So usually I get a call, you know, when a woman is like eight, nine centimeters, getting close to pushing, I show up, I'm that second attendant because they need two medical professionals that are trained um, specifically for home birth, uh, one person to be kind of there for the mother and one for the new baby. Mm -hmm. So that one person becomes two very wow. quickly. So that's why they need that second attendant. So um, I occasionally do that. Incredible. Yeah, very curious. I don't know a lot about birth, I'm not gonna lie. So this is all, all, I might just ask some just left field questions that's okay. where you're like, yeah, I thought that okay. was obvious. Apologies, I'm not that well versed. No, that, that's okay because if you're if you're thinking these questions, right, like so many other I people will are. I ask them for the people out there, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> and then did you have another slide? I tried to write them all down, but I couldn't get them. What Was there another one there? Yeah, so I'm a certified childbirth educator. So I'm really big on um, 
you know, informed decision making. And when it comes to birth, um, some people just kind of think that they'll just kind of go with the flow and, you know, their hands will be held through the process. And I think um, education is power. So I really take, you know, pride and joy in teaching Fort McMurray's, you know, expecting parents on, you know, everything that they need to know when it comes to their options and how to ask questions and how to do research and decide what's best for them. Um, I also am an internationally board certified lactation consultant. Right. What is that? <laughs> so it's the highest level kind of gold standard of lactation support. So lactation support is breastfeeding support. Mm -hmm. um, there are a few of us in town which is absolutely wonderful. Um, there's different levels of lactation support, but it really is kind of like the gold standard. Very cool. And that's all through Mamasaurs, right? Yeah, so I do all of those modalities through my small business, mm -hmm. Mamasaurus. Um, yeah. And are you now you, one of the main reasons why we have you on uh, a birthing center is from my understanding is opening up pretty soon here. What can you tell us about that? Yeah. So um, I have been working for I feel like forever, but it's actually only been about six months <laughs> um, trying to make this happen. So it's kind of been a dream in the birth world for like years that we have some sort of birthing center here in Fort McMurray because most communities have one. Like even Plamondon has one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So shame on us. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> nothing we, against Plamondon. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with Plamondon. They're absolutely wonderful. But like we deserve that too. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of babies born here. So you know the first step was having midwives come, and midwives have been here for three years now. And so that next step organically was to try to make this happen to, for there to be a birthing center. The struggle and something that I've learned while connecting with all of the other owners of birth centers in Alberta is that it's not really a lucrative business. Mm. It's not something that is going to make money. And that really just boils down to statistics. There aren't many midwives across the entire province. There's always wait lists of tons of people who want midwifery care. And based on the amount of people that they can take per month, a smaller portion of women are going to want an out-of-hospital birth. And of those women, the number becomes even smaller. So it's something that it's a service that the community um, needs and wants and deserves but is it going to be used often enough that it become lucrative no um so i kind of uh yeah it, it it's, it's something that you know just kind of started to snowball snowball and next thing you know here we are um with the birthing center opening may 1st may 1st yeah very exciting. Yeah. And you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what's all offered through the birthing center? Where is it? Yeah. Okay. So I guess I should have started off with like, what is a birthing center? Um, so <laughs> a birthing center is an in-between option for people that want an out-of-hospital birth but not necessarily in their own home. And that's for a variety of reasons. Um, maybe they just don't feel comfortable having people in their own space. Maybe they have like lots of pets and it's just like, it would be a disaster trying to like cage them somewhere. Everyone has like a unique situation. Yeah, like there's different reasons. Uh, something I come across a lot is that um, people don't want to have to do the setup or the takedown oh, yeah. of having a home birth. You're already going through so much. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, I love home birth and I would be the first one to tell you it's really not that much work. But, you know, there is the benefit when you have it all set up and take down for you. Like, obviously, that's of great benefit. So it's that in between option. Um, you do have to have a registered midwife as your care provider to use a birthing center. Um, you also need to be low risk. So that is a conversation you would have with your midwife, um, whether or not you're a candidate for out of hospital birth. And then if the answer is yes, you really have two options. Either you have your baby at home or you could have your baby in the birthing center. Taylor's in studio here, just educating us on all things the birthing center, the birthing suite. We're just gonna take our first break, but we'll be right back. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back. I'm Sean Kreitz. We have Taylor in studio, and you are opening up a new nonprofit birthing center, birthing suite within the RMWB, finding out all about it. Why would someone want to just give birth outside of the hospital? Are there benefits? What do you think? Yeah, so there are a lot of benefits um, that we know even just through like research um, as well as just, you know, person to person and like that personal experience. There's lots of benefit to having your baby out of the hospital. Um, a lot of people who seek out that kind of experience are people who want a more holistic approach to birth, want a low intervention birth, um, want to have like all of the support people that they feel comfortable having there. Um, there's, there's lots of different reasons, but then also um, statistically, a lot of people will probably be like, what? No way. But out of hospital birth with a low risk um, person with a registered midwife is actually safer when we look at Canadian statistics than having your baby in the hospital. Wow. Yeah. Do you, do you happen to know any of those stats? Yeah. So a person who plans to give birth at the hospital versus out of hospital has a greater risk of C-section, assisted vaginal delivery, that means forceps, vacuum. And then when we look at like the actual breakdown of the numbers, you have an increased chance of spontaneous vaginal delivery, right? That decreased C-section rate, decreased assisted vaginal birth, decrease in episiotomies, um, obviously we epidurals, which can kind of create a cascade of some intervention, um, perineal trauma, which is like tearing, and postpartum hemorrhage actually is lower at home than it is, yeah. And then when we look at the numbers of babies needing like NICU stays or resuscitation and resuscitation means like CPR, breathing for them, that kind of thing. Those numbers are also lower for at home versus hospital. Interesting. Yeah. And even their APGAR scores. So an APGAR score is something that's given to a baby immediately after they're born. And then at like timed increments within that first 10 minutes of life that kind of gives care providers uh, a good idea of how well they're coping to the outside world. Um, and those scores are really, really important in the medical field. And yeah, the stats tell us that those numbers are better for home birth versus hospital. Mm -hmm. And uh, d does the stats like attribute it to anything like with all of the, the breakdown of all of it? Like what is it attributed to that just makes it better? Yeah, when, when birth is truly physiologic, meaning like left on its own, no intervention, um, typically, 
those women are going to go on to just have a, a normal, natural, physiologic birth the way that humans are supposed to birth their babies. Where we sometimes run into trouble is when we intervene in that natural process mm-hmm. and one intervention sometimes leads to another intervention and another and another and another. Now, this is where that high risk, low risk comes into play because some people do need those interventions in the hospital. Um, but for, you know, low risk, healthy people, um, the hope would be that they don't need those things. So I guess like the answer to that question is that the more intervention, the higher the chance that you're going to need those extreme measures like episiotomy, forceps, C-section, etc. How did the the birthing center come to be? You've been involved in uh, the profession for a while. Was it just like hearing feedback? Were you talking to people? How did it all come? Yeah, so I mean, it's something that's kind of been whispering around town for years, like we need this, we need this. Um, And I think the original goal was to have like a standalone building to be with like multiple rooms, multiple modalities in this space. And while that's like a wonderful dream to have and something that we could strive for in the future, um, speaking to all of those other owners in Alberta, I've learned that it's it's uh, it's really difficult to do that just be based on the funding and the cost, the upkeep with the lack of numbers, right? Like it's not lucrative. So, mm-hmm. you know, we started chatting, me and the midwives, and I was like, you know what? All of the successful birthing centers in Alberta are in someone's home. So why don't we just do that? That seems like that would work out. Um, and the midwives don't have space in their own home because <laughs> they have their own clinics there. And I was like, well... I do have a basement suite. I could kick my renter out and we could transform that space into the birthing center. And while that wasn't like the easiest road, they they finally granted that I have it in my own home. Um, and so it's going to be in my basement suite. There we go. New roommate every month, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if it's going to be in anyone's home, it should be in mine because I work amongst, like I'm in the birthing world anyway. My family is used yeah. to it. They're not going to be phased by hearing a right. woman like birthing in the basement. Um, and then two, uh, part of that that whole experience with having your baby in a birthing center is that you get like breakfast made for you and brought to you in bed and so it makes sense that it be in my home because i can just wake up in the middle of the night walk down there make the breakfast give it to them go back to bed love that yeah breakfast what (laughs) Uh, what's your what's your background in the whole birthing world it sounds like you've just had a hand in so many different aspects of people lives like we talked about it at the very start but it just seems like you've done a lot within whether it's within canada or i think i even read in one of your bios beyond canada yeah yeah so i guess i've always been passionate about women babies birth body autonomy. I'm a feminist. And so, yeah, out of country, when I was finished high school, I traveled to Africa and I was there to teach, you know, HIV AIDS awareness. Um, But I got like a week, a Monday to Friday job. Mm. And they didn't really understand what paramedicine was. And they said, can you deliver babies? I was like, yeah, I guess. I was 22. I'm like, I, yeah, I've been trained on how to catch a baby. <laughs> and they're like, great, that's what you're going to do. So I it had... kind of chose you then a little bit. 
Kind of. I, you know, I was at. Or did you have it in you all the time? Yeah, it's always kind of like that movie Frozen. There's always like this whisper inside of me. Um, Like you remember in high school when you had to do those tests that told you what you're supposed to do with your life. Right. What did you get? I got paramedic or midwife. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. So there was that voice, and I was like, no, I come from a family of emergency service workers. That was definitely more exciting for a 20 year old. So that's the road I went. Mm. But then again, in my life, here I was delivering babies, being like, oh, my God, this feels so good. This feels so right. Like, this is amazing. And that voice was there again. And I was like, no, no, I've worked so hard for my firefighting paramedic job. Um, And then again, later in life, so I'm a mom to four boys. Mm. And um, through my own birthing experiences, I've had like one very traumatic experience and then following that my births have just become more supportive more educated more empowering like as i have gone along mm-hmm. and um i think that is when the awakening kind of happened within me that i was just like okay i my calling here is to help women have better birth experiences because i've had the not so great one and then i've had a really amazing like best day of my life yeah. birth um, and so that's how I really got started. And so I've been working in the birth field for about like almost seven years. Um, and I am an extremely busy doula. So I attend somewhere between 40 and 45 births a year of my own clients. And then additionally for those backup midwife clients. Um, and so it just felt natural. Like if anyone in town is going to do this, it's supposed to be me. I will do it. It feels right. And um, I'm happy to be to be doing this for my community. Well, we definitely thank you for everything that you're doing, Taylor. We're just going to take another break here, and then we'll find out more about everything with the Birthing Suite and Birthing Center. We're back to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. And we're back here on Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Sean Kreitz. We have Taylor in studio. Taylor, you're opening up a new nonprofit birthing center, a birthing suite, but I'm curious. What was life kind of like before Mamasaur's birthing center? Um, what Was it just the hospital? Is that what the resources were? Was it just kind of like watered yeah. down? Yeah, so before midwifery care, we only had the option of OB support, like OB care, um, and having your baby in the hospital. Mm-hmm. That was that was kind of it. Actually, a lot of people would travel down to Plamondon wow. to use their birthing center. And actually, with my third baby, I drove to Edmonton in labor to use the birthing center there. Wow. Yeah. Uh So um, it's something that people want and they're willing to travel for it, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's supposed to be something that you have close by. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, What would you want uh, the community to know about your center just in general opening up soon? What kind of message do you want to get out there? Yeah, I guess I just want people to know that it's available to them. Um, It's not something that is directly um, connected to just my business, my clients. It's for the public. So you don't have to have a doula, but you do need to have a registered midwife. Again, that conversation with your midwife about whether or not you would be a good candidate. Um, And this is a nonprofit. So I am doing my very best to make it as low cost as possible. So we are going to charge 475 um, per birth, and that just covers your pool, 
your, you know, mesh underwear, your breakfast, um, the midwifery supplies, all of that stuff. And that's like pretty close to what it would cost you to have your own home birth anyway, because you'd have to buy the pool. You would have to buy a sump pump for the cleanup. Like you would have to buy all this stuff. And so I'm really trying to keep that cost the lowest in the province, mm-hmm. which it will be if we keep it at 475. Um, and so I guess, uh, if you're kind of wondering, well, what does a birthing center look like? It's not like a hospital setting. It's more like a home, but with, you know, slings from the ceiling, bars on the wall that a woman can like grab onto and squat down. Um, there's going to be a pool. There's a really beautiful bed. There's fairy lights hanging from the ceiling. There's plants everywhere. There's, you know, a diffuser. There's, you know, a wireless Bluetooth that you could put your playlist on. Like, it, you kind of get in the vibe. Mm-hmm. It's very chill, very calm, very beautiful, feels very safe. Um, and so, yeah, it's, I hope that people use it. Um, it's here for, for the community. And actually, we have just yesterday four people messaged me that they want it for May and June. Wow. Yeah, so things are happening. Yeah, I was going to say, open it up pretty soon. Are you already like listening to people, taking people in, um, booking, that type of thing? Is that all in the works? Yeah, so because um, this is like just happening right now, like we are busting our butts trying to <laughs> get it all done. Like I have to paint a mural on a wall tomorrow. Um, I am working on getting together like packages to email to people that are interested with information about like when do you come to the birthing center, how long do you stay, what that fee is, the breakdown of the fee, um, what happens if you know two people are in labor at once because it's only one room. Oh, right, right. So what happens then? So I have all of these it's a race. No. <laughs> uh, <that's not> yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to make it like as like. I just want it to be used. So I'm trying to be as supportive as possible um, and like very not business like, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're working around all of those specifics. And after we have the first like one or two births, we're going to um, collect like footage and images and I'm going to create a website. And so it'll be a little more official um, via the net, right. like once we have it all set up. Um, but as of right now, I've kind of opened it up that if anyone is genuinely interested and wants to come see it, then they can come to my home. I will walk them through like the space, what to expect, and then give them the paperwork. They can look over it there. Um, yeah, and that's so, yeah, we are taking people. So if you're interested, you could message me. And right now, again, because I don't have like a, it's actually, so the birthing suite or center is called Luna Dea, which means moon goddess. Mm. Um, and I don't have like a separate way to contact me through there yet. So you could just use Mamasaurus and reach out to me. Yeah, and we'll get you all set up. Yeah, if, if someone likes what they're hearing here, can they help out anyway with you being a nonprofit and they just like what you're doing, they want to back you? Is there any way for people just to help? Yeah, so... Um, we have been fundraising money in this community for the past two months. And like, as you know, Fort McMurray is just amazing, right? Like mm-hmm. people are just always so willing to help and make good things and great things happen here. We are, you know, like a couple thousand dollars short um, of reaching our goal to kind of finalize the the things that we need in this suite. But 
uh, we're getting there. So if people are interested in, you know, sponsoring the suite, like as a business, they could definitely reach out. There's going to be a wall of framed, you know, this is, these are the founding mm. sponsors. Um, and then just like a huge thank you to the, the businesses and the community members that have contributed so far. Like we've done bottle drives. There was an event the, the other night. Yeah. I'm just so grateful to all of those all of those people that have helped. Yeah, we love to see it. If, and again, if someone like what's they're hearing, websites, socials, where can they go right now? Uh, like you said, Mama Source to kind of reach out to you. Is that the best way to, to just get more info that yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. And that's where the GoFundMe is. That's where people could just reach out if they're interested in having their business connected in some way. Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. You can go to my website. Essentially, if you just Google Mamasaurus, I should come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you could just, yeah, reach out to me that way. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, anything else we, we haven't covered? Alex, don't say too much over there, okay? Oh, <laughs> yeah, do you have any questions? <laughs> I'm just taking it all in. <laughs> Learning lots about birth. Yeah. For 20 years old, this is very eye-opening. <laughs> Taylor, anything we haven't covered uh, that you just want to get out there? No, I think that's it. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share, um, getting the word out, share it with all of your expecting, you know, friends and family so that they know that this is an option for them now in this community. Um, yeah, and just thank you. Thank you um, for just educating myself, hopefully some others, spreading the awareness for bringing this to the community. Um, very welcomed. And thank you so much for taking the time on the program today. Awesome. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com. Brought to you by Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix103.7.